0: The Arizona Fall League is a week old and there's been some interesting results both from prospects that we expected to do well and some that are a little bit surprising. Let's talk about it. You are Locked On MLB Prospects, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on in to Locked on MLB Prospects, your home for all things minor league baseball. I'm your host, Lindsey Crosby, baseball writer and podcaster. Thank you for making this your first listen. Every single day in Arizona Fall League, six weeks in the desert where top prospects and guys who have 40-man roster decisions get to go out and, and improve on the season that they just put up for whatever reason, whether good or bad, and... Now that we've made it through just about a week and a half, they've just named uh, Hitter of the Week, Pitchers of the Week, Duel. And there's some interesting top prospects here that are performing well, as well as some unheralded guys who are also performing well. So Hitting Prospect of the Week, Position Player of the Week, I guess, goes to Colorado outfielder Zach Veen. You may remember from our... Um, from our Arizona Fall League preview, this is the one that I said I expected to do pretty well and have a case. First five games. So, small sample size. All of these guys are small sample size. It's five games. Five games. Seven of 14. One home run. One double. So, 500, 786. Uh, OPS of 1422. So, yes. Little bit of, you know, again, small sample size, but Playing pretty well was twenty twenty first round pick, and did decently at High A Spokane, and then struggled when he got to Hartford with the Yard Goats. Had thirty four games, batting average under two hundred, on base and slugging under two seventy, and so very much needed this Arizona Fall League to make the case that he was in fact a. Five-tool player, perennial all-star type of talent. And Zach Veen's absolutely doing that so far. He's stolen four of five bases. So he was caught stealing once. He's four or five on stolen bases. Walked six times to one strikeout. Has looked back to what we expected him to be going into 2022. When we had him as the number one prospect in Colorado's system. Um, a lot of people, myself included, put Ezekiel Tovar ahead of him by the end of the year. Um, at this pace, Zach Veen will be the number one prospect in this system uh, by the time Ezekiel Tovar graduates next year, assuming he makes the, the big league team out of spring training. And um, Veen is on track to have a good Double A AA to A year next year, assuming he keeps this up for the next five weeks. Guy we mentioned yesterday. As far as somebody who had had um increased their their ceiling, uh, and shout out to Fangraphs and you know in, in the show yesterday for making this observation first, I think, but Jackson Merrill, uh 2021 first rounder by the Padres out of high school, 6'3, 195. And the book on on Jackson Merrill was always had good enough defense. And good enough contact ability to stick it short. Power was going to be a question uh, simply because of the frame and and you know how slight he was. Well, entering the draft, he get he put on a ton of muscle. I want to say he added like thirty pounds of weight leading up to the draft last year, and so it's like the promise of the plus of plus raw power is there. And, but he struggled with it in 2022 in low A. 325, 387, 482 was the slash line. Five home runs, 18 extra base hits in 45 games. Well, you go to the Arizona Fall League, 375, 467, 500. Um, no home runs yet, a double and a triple, having a very good outing and is flashing the type of power that we were looking for when we originally were trying to figure out where is the ceiling for Jackson Merrill Uh, also did it a bit in rookie ball this year he only had 10 games but still I mean that was he had you know he had five extra base hits in 10 games but this is a second look in a different environment with a lot of guys he hadn't faced before and so to see him still able to to put up the larger slugging numbers gives us an idea that okay no, he he legitimately does have that higher power ceiling than we expected. So, you love to see that. Think that's absolutely fantastic, and excited there. One of the more ex- exciting guys that we've seen in the Arizona Fall League uh, so far is you know just based off of of what he's done and how. How fun he's looked is Johan Rojas, outfielder for the Phillies. So, uh, 20, 2017 IFA, um, d- made it stateside in 2019, kind of had to reset and do that whole process again in 2021 after, after losing the season. Uh, went back and repeated high A this year, got promoted midway through to double A Reading. Um, so probably had him as a number five, number six prospect, um, and and his minor league stats this year: two forty four, three hundred nine, three fifty four, seven home runs. So not a super high batting average, not a super high on base, not a super high slugging. And there were some questions about: okay, what is Johan Rojas going to do so far in the Arizona Fall League? 467, 556, 600. Two doubles. um, He's two walks to one strikeout and he's two for two on stolen bases. Looked very twitchy, great contact ability, absolutely blazing speed. And you can tell that he's specifically working on trying to make higher quality contact versus just slapping the ball into the ground and beating the throw to first. So he's trying to make a more he's he's trying to work on a more sustainable approach, Um, something that will definitely take his game to the next level, and and very excited to see what Johan Rojas can do with that. To go along with it, playing a very good center field for surprise. Um, Watched him saw saw a clip kind of running around Prospect Twitter of him making a fantastic catch probably going to end up being one of the best catches in the Arizona Fall League. I'm pretty sure MLB usually puts out like a highlight reel at the end of the, of the season of all the different best catches and things like that. But Johan Rojas has looked, fanta- looked fantastic so far. Another guy who I've been impressed with what I've seen has been Luis Matos, center fielder for the Giants. So six games in, 280, 333, 640. Two home runs, one double, one triple. And the the book on Luis Matos coming into this season was very good hitter for average. Uh, The the power wasn't quite there. He spent 91 games at high A, 211, 275, 344. Hit 11 home runs, um, had 26 extra base hits, and then 11 to 14 on stolen bases. But so far in the Arizona Fall League has done a great job of looking like an absolutely lethal combination of, of speed, of power, just very, very impressive and ha- is, is making up for the subpar season we saw in 2022. Uh, special shout out as well goes to Brennan Davis of the Cubs. I know that he had a very, like, obviously 2021 was fantastic, he had a very disappointing 2022. He was dealing with the back injury. When he wasn't like when he was playing outside of the injury, he he dealt with strikeouts and it was pretty disappointing. Opened the season two for four with a home run. Has looked pretty good. Um, I think he's top 15 right now in in OPS: two seventy eight, three eighty one, six sixty seven, two home runs, um, two walks to one strikeout. So. Looking pretty good, and you expect a lot of the hitters to look good here. We'll get to that in a little bit later, but in just a minute, I want to talk about some of the underrated Arizona Fall League prospects who still look, you know, who are who are making their case to be higher on the prospect list than they are right now. But first, today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Roan. So it's it's frustrating. As somebody who works from home, it's very frustrating for me to have to get dressed in something nice and I'm dealing with a shirt that's not comfortable, where I sweat a lot, that's wrinkly, and all of that. And so Roan has absolutely stepped into the space. They filled the gap with a new product. So the dress shirt... Due for a radical reinvention, Roan has stepped up to the challenge. The commuter shirt is the most comfortable, breathable, and affordable shirt known to man. So, uh, it has a comfortable four way stretch fabric and it provides breathability and flexibility and leaves you free to enjoy whatever life throws your way from your commute to work to 18 holes of golf. And it's easy to feel confident with a wrinkle free shirt without the hassle. With Roan's wrinkle release technology, Wrinkles disappear as you stretch and wear the shirt. It's that easy. I can pull it out. It will have a, It might have a few small wrinkles from being hung in my closet. By the time I get to where I'm going, the wrinkle release technology has smoothed the shirt out. It's the exact opposite of how dress shirts normally work. And then what's great is if you take it to go play golf or you're outside and it's still a little bit warm or whatever, the Gold Fusion Anti-Odor Technology... Like Because of that, you'll be smelling fresh and clean all day long. On top of that, it's 100% machine washable. So you can just ditch the dry cleaner altogether. So the commuter shirt can get you through any workday and straight into whatever comes next. Head to roan.com slash locked on and use promo code locked on to save 20% off your entire order. That's 20% off your entire order when you head to rhone.com slash locked on and use code locked on. It's time to find your corner office comfort and upgrade your closet with Roan. Use promo code locked on to save 20% at Roan.com slash locked on. Okay. So we know that the top prospects in the Arizona Fall League are gonna be good, right? But there's some underrated or some some less prominent. Prospects that are doing pretty well in the fall league as well. So, pitcher of the week, there's actually two pitchers of the week. The first one, Joey Wentz of the Tigers. Left hand pitcher, 6'5, 220. He was a 2016 supplemental first rounder by the Braves. Uh, he was moved in the Shane Green deal where reliever Shane Green went to Atlanta. I want to say that was 2019. And, and, Got a couple, got seven games at the big leagues this year. Didn't look bad. uh, 303 ERA, 32 and two-thirds innings, 27 strikeouts to 13 walks and 32 innings. So, uh, struck out seven and a half guys per nine, walked three and a half guys per nine. Well, he's come to the Arizona Fall League to kind of, he's not, it's not a 40-man roster decision. He's on the 40-man roster. But in his time in the Arizona Fall League, he's looked Pretty, pretty good. So, so how to start for the Salt River Rafters. Four innings, no hits, no runs, no walks, three strikeouts. 12 up, 12 down. Again, three strikeouts. He's working on zone control here. So, very important and very, very good to see that he didn't give up any walks but at the same time, he's not leaving hittable pitches where guys can can get him for, for base hits and home runs. Because again, four innings pitch, no hits, no runs, no walks, three strikeouts. The other co-pitcher of the week, Brian Wu, right-hand pitcher of the Mariners. A guy I don't think we've talked about on this show before. 2021 sixth rounder out of Kyle Pauly. Six two two oh five in the back half of their top thirty. Spent half the year with the Modesto Nuts, half the year with Everett. Uh, a, um combined slash line there: four eleven ERA and a one three two WHIP. Struck out eighty four guys in fifty seven innings, walked twenty two. So thirteen point two strikeouts per nine, which you love that. Three and a half walks per nine. So, you know, little bit of work to be done there. Well, Arizona Fall League did well. Four innings pitched, no hits, no runs, no walks, five strikeouts for Peoria. Um, Fastball sat upper 90s, little more velo than he had in the past. Delivery looked very repeatable, very smooth and easy. So absolutely something where I think he can play at a higher level and can absolutely, like he is building a great case here to say, yes, I can keep my walks down. Yes, I can pound the zone and get strikeouts. Um, And the velocity jump is definitely something that we want to see. So look for Brian Wu. I'm thinking probably to go back to high A next year and do a high A to double A. Maybe high AA, A, depending on how well it goes. And you could see him in Seattle as soon as 24 or late in the year in 23 if he has one of those amazing rises. But already looking better than he looked in A-ball this year. Second baseman, sorry, Colt Keith, third baseman for the Detroit Tigers. So it was very interesting to watch this here. Five for eleven, so four fifty-five, five eighty-eight, five forty-five. Four runs, a double, two RBIs, five walks to one strikeouts. He played his college ball at Arizona State, so he's back in a place where he's comfortable. I kind of get that. Um, Had has the second base on base, per- second best on base percentage in the entire Arizona Fall League. Uh, something where we were when we looked at him. The like qu- the question here was okay. Drafted in twenty twenty, didn't debut till twenty twenty one. Slugging was below four hundred in twenty twenty one. Took that jump this year in high A. Spent spent he w- was injured, but spent about fifty games healthy there. 301, 370, 544. So we saw twenty six extra base hits. Uh, you know we saw the power manifest a little better. We need a large, larger sample size here. Well, Colt Keith is g- giving us that, hopefully, in the Arizona Fall League. Six more weeks, or five more weeks, of doing this in the Arizona Fall League. And my expectation is that he will probably be able to skip high A and go straight into double A at age 21 next year. And you're looking at a guy that could debut in 2024 in Detroit um, at third base. Yorbit Vivas of the Dodgers, really interesting. One of the hotter players in the Arizona Fall League. 7 of 15, 467, 579, 600. Four runs, two doubles, four RBIs, four walks to five strikeouts. He's been. The, the book on him was always that he, I mean, physically is not very imposing. 510, 150 or so. Uh, he's on the he's on the forty man roster, but he's very very good at pitch discernment. Um, very very hard to get him to chase. Um, rec- you know, making pitchers throw strikes, and then velocity, uh, exit velocity wise, numbers are a little bit below average. Part of that kind of comes down to his size, being a smaller guy like that. Um there's some question about whether or not he's going to be able to be successful to have the to have the power production to be an everyday big league regular. And I think something that you're seeing here is he's he showed a very good ability. He didn't he hasn't hit any home runs yet, but showed, he's shown a very good ability to select pitches that he can drive, put them in the gaps and take extra bases. Um, on-base percentage, average, all of that, one of the best prospects after the first week. And again, these are all very small sample sizes, but part of the issue here is you have to... Uh, you have to understand the context we're looking at these guys in because so many of these guys have questions about their fit and what they can do at the big league level. And so having... Seeing what he's doing here, seeing what Vivas can do as far as the power, as far as the pitch discernment, that helps raise the overall ceiling, provided he can keep this up for the entire six weeks. And just a minute, I want to get into, speaking of that, how we scout the AFL and some of the things that we're looking for and talk a little bit about the pitchers right here on Locked on MLB Prospects. And we're back. So the book on the AFL has always been strong positional talent and then underwhelming pitching talent. And if you think about what we're using the Arizona Fall League for, kind of the way it works, is the staffs, the pitching staffs, are normally a couple different groups. It's normally relievers, right? Um, It's normally guys who are working their way back from injury and haven't necessarily uh, uh, pitched that well or thrown that many innings and they're looking to make up some innings. It's not typically full of great pitching prospects. And so you have to take some of the hitting numbers with a grain of salt. And I know I just went through all of these small sample sizes of hitters and was talking about how good some of this has looked. But there are some noteworthy pitching prospects here in the Arizona Fall League, uh, including some guys with MLB experience like Joey Wentz. So some of the pitchers specifically, I've got three or four guys that I'm watching that I'm very excited to watch in the Arizona Fall League. Uh, there are a bunch of pitchers who throw 95 plus. Uh, there are a, a if you if you go down to I think 94 miles an hour you get like 30 pitchers on fall league rosters qualify. And none of this counts Kumar Rocker, who made his first start just the other day. Reportedly went very well. Uh, he, f- he felt good. And so it's something where, again, Kumar Rocker's a guy who's making up innings. Uh, tink hints of the Cardinals. He is the highest rated pitcher. I think he's one of the only, I think one of the two top 100 pitchers who is here. Um, but he is... He is playing for Salt River, and the thing here is, he didn't get very deep into starts in 2022. A lot of three inning starts, a lot of four inning starts, things like that. But he has fantastic stuff, right? So the fastball sits 95, 96. Uh, you know, he's he's six one. It comes from a lower angle, so so many guys are are. Uh, three quarters, you know, 45 degree angle, something like that is where the ball usually comes out of. Whenever you see a very tall guy who throws it straight overhead, or you saw, see a, nor- a a normal, um, an average height player, six foot, six one, who comes from a little bit of a lower slot, it's a unique angle. So that's what this fastball does. 90, again, 95, 96 uh, makes it kind of difficult to square it up. To go off of that, he's got a slider, he's got a curveball, he's got a changeup. They all package really well with the fastball. And so, very excited to see what Tink Hintz does in the Arizona Fall League. To go along with him, Mason Miller, right-hand pitcher for the Athletics. So, he didn't get a ton of run in 2022. I want to say he had combined across rookie ball high A and then he made one he made two appearances in triple A at the end of the season because they were trying to get him innings. I want to say he pitched maybe six times. Um 3.86 ERA, 0.79 whip. Struck out 25 guys and walked 3 in 20 innings. But the stuff, just the pure stuff is very good. He's got um fastball slider combo. That's the big thing. He's got a fastball Upper nineties. It's got very good metrics as far as spin to it, and then to go along with that, Miller has a uh, a high eighty slider. Again, a lot of spin to it, a lot of horizontal break. It's not it's not as sweepy as like a Cubs slider or a or a Yankee slider, but it's just like a hard break, hard horizontal break. And so those two pair very well together. And we talked yesterday about. When you have a fastball that is so good, like a Spencer Strider, that guys have to almost cheat to be on the fastball, and it makes them more susceptible to a slider, even if the slider in and of itself doesn't have a fantastic offensive profile. This is very much a very good visual slider as far as a lot of horizontal movement. Uh, late movement too and then to go along with that it's paired with the fantastic fastball so excited to see what Mason Miller can do Emmett Sheehan for the Dodgers 2021 draftee out of Boston College very unusual kind of arsenal and fastball here he's 6'5 215 but he doesn't have a super high arm slot Uh, it's a little bit of a lower slot and tore it up in high a Great Lakes this year, granted at age 22, but 18 games, 12 starts, 283 ERA, 101 strikeouts in 63 and two-thirds innings, 28 walks. So walked almost four guys per nine, but struck out 14, 14 and a half. And so what you're looking at here is the four-seam fastball, 94 to 96. It's got a lot of ride and late run from a lower slot, and then... So, power to it, movement to it, unique kind of release point. And then off of that, he's got the a slider, he's got a curveball, he's got a changeup. And again, they all kind of pair really well with that fastball. So he's got enough, enough different pitches to be a starter. And then he's got filthy enough stuff as far as What the fastball does and how some stuff plays off of it where he could be a reliever. So they used him in both roles in 2022 in Great Lakes. And so I think the question here is we're trying to figure out, is he a reliever? Is he a starter? The walks are higher than you like. So can he lock down a starting spot? And then the last guy that I kind of want to mention real quick, Jorge Mercedes for the Marlins. Took him a little while to get started because of injury. So uh, didn't pitch until this year. He was in both rookie ball, high A, and double A. Uh, Only got 21 games, got 31 innings. So worked almost exclusively after rookie ball as a reliever. Struck out 55 in 31 innings, walked 22. So almost 16 strikeouts per nine, almost six and a half walks per nine. So, very, very curious to see what happens here. Uh, He's got a forcing fastball that might be one of the best ones in the entire fall league. 96, 97 miles an hour. A lot of spin to it. A lot of kind of late ride to it. Looks very good up in the zone. Talked about this a ton. Elevated fastballs or weapons. And then... Uh, Very kind of flat angle. It doesn't go downward a lot. It kind of comes in on the same plane that it left his hand. Uh, To go along with that, he's got a curveball, sits in the low 80s. I'm I'm really curious to see how well the two play together and can he land the curveball for strikes. I think that was one of his big bugaboos in the minors this year was being able to land the curveball for a strike when he needed to and not just relying on guys to chase it. Uh, fantastic week this week. We're finishing up the week with a farm with a farm Friday on the Oakland Athletics. Uh, if you like getting Arizona Fall League updates every Thursday, let me know. We'll make this a regular thing. If not, let me know. We'll find something else to talk about on Thursdays until we know. If you have questions for the show for the mailbag on Monday, I'm on Twitter at Crosby Baseball. Show is on Twitter at Locked On Farm, or you can email us. Locked on MLB Prospects at gmail.com. Until tomorrow, this has been Locked on MLB Prospects. Um.